welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. That's right. No, these idiots do not know what anonymous means. Every week I have to look it up, and every week I forget. I am your host, Mr. Crowley. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. This is a very special episode to me. It's very near and dear to my heart. We have a special guest, which I'll get to in just a second. But as always, I am joined by my partner in crime, the peanut butter on my sardine sandwich. It's Garrick. Speaking of sandwiches, did you know that pizza makes a really good sandwich? Get good scrubs. That's all I have to say to you is that. That's 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 it. Ashley says it best. Uh, welcome, Garrick. How was, how was moving? How was moving? Was moving good? It's exhausting. I'm exhausted, and it's exhausting to listen to you. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, So we've got a very special guest with us this week. Uh, I have podcasted with him, oh, so many years ago, uh, uh, in a different life, in a different podcasting uh, uh, podcast, I guess. I don't don't even know. I'm so excited about this. I can't speak correctly. Uh, you can find him on uh, the Twitters uh, at Captain underscore nil, two L's underscore skill, two L's if you can't spell that. It's Captain Nil Skill. I know him as Callan. Welcome to the show. Hey, buddy. Oh. Appreciate the invite. Also, did you know that you can have a uh, new health kind of thing that was on the news the other day? It's more healthy to eat pizza for breakfast than your regular dry cereals. <laughs> See, this guy is my favorite. I think you Just two, like, you no. two are like spirit animals. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's yeah, like. thanks very much for the invite to the show, man. I'm pretty, pretty pumped. Like you said, it's been a long time since uh, done like just straight up voice cast, so I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, no, you're a streamer now. Like, yeah, like how is that? It's the new hot deal now, you know, all the young kids are doing. You called me a millennial earlier. I guess that's what millennials do, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 much different. Uh, you know, you're live all the time and the camera's on you. And um, I think the one thing is the communities and the people that you meet and interact with, uh, you get to know people, I guess, on a different level because you're kind of seeing them on video and hanging out in their chats and then they hang out in your chats. And it's it's a pretty cool community. So it's it it's a better community than what your normal regular gaming communities are. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, in most cases, yeah, everyone's kind of in it to be. Uh, you want to stay away from the people that want to be internet famous. Uh, you want to be hanging out with the people that just like like to have a good time, hanging out with other gamers, playing games, and uh, having some laughs. Right, and you're you're from you're you're from uh, uh, Canada, the great neighbor to the north. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you guys don't really remember or get taught that there's a big country above you, but yeah, we're up here in uh, Canada <laughs> hey, chilling right now. Just so like, you know, I did not, I, I, didn't I go learned to about school. Iceland in school. Yeah, I didn't go to public oh school, so gosh. I knew, I knew, I knew about Canada. Like, <laughs> so I'm good. Everybody else isn't, uh, but welcome to the show. Uh, Captain, uh, Callan, I'm just going to call you Captain Callan. Uh, it's kind of the best. Whatever you feel rolls off your tongue naturally. I just like hearing your voice. Oh, sweetheart. 
sexy beast. <laughs> I, whoa, whoa, ladies, calm down. I was, wa- I was watching, I was watching your uh, uh, one of the videos you had up uh, right before you came on, and I was digging the music that you had in the background. Just FYI, keep that going. Right, right. And was it metal or what? It was or metal. Was it like- oh yeah, no, it was. Metal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, you got to have metal. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I noticed some Coors uh, cans in the background. Nice, nice. Right. Done. Yeah. See, I mean, the whole pirate thing, it's, um, I don't know why at the beginning I, I do this rum thing and you got to have your whole logo and tag thing going on for streaming just to set yourself apart. Drinking for every stream got old really quickly, uh, <laughs> especially when people are showing up to maybe see you like have a little bit of skill at the games you're playing. It was just like four hour streams and I'm like, 12 pack deep it's just not great so we're kind of you trying to curb that title, you would think the title or your name would would curb that a little bit that's right and i did i did fall back on that for a while but now i mean i got to come up with something new <laughs> for sure uh, they can find you uh, uh at captain nilskill that's k or c-a-p-t dot nilskill uh, on twitch is that correct is that am I uh it's twitch.tv uh slash Captain underscore nil underscore skill. There you go. So same as your same as your Twitter handle, I guess I should. Have yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I have no uh, regular stream time. I actually changed careers since I last talked to you guys as well. Uh, I'm I'm now working as a paramedic, so I'm like a part time oh, wow. shift worker. Uh, I went back to school for two years uh, after we kind of stopped chatting and stuff. So. I stream basically whenever I can get on. So Twitter is the best place to see when I'm going to be on. I have it posted uh, upcoming and uh, schedule wise when I'm going to be streaming. Yeah, it's uh, cool. so we should probably just tell everybody where we met playing SWOTOR, Star Wars, <sighs> the Old Republic. Oh, man, that game. So good for a little bit. For like a minute. Yeah. Like you could take that game in small doses. But yeah any more than that and i don't know if it's a stylized graphics or if it's just it's boring i think um, i think it's boring i don't know i think i think um i i mean i had never been part of a fan site that uh puts a lot of work into you know show notes and research and interviews and and doing all that kind of stuff so the hype around all of that was actually kind of maybe what ruined the game for me because i was a big <laughs> gamer so my ex my expectations were super pretty high. yeah pretty damn high yeah no they were i think they were for everybody and it just fell but they but the, but they didn't do a very good job of curbing that either no. uh they just kind of kept dishing out like oh yeah we're gonna do this and this and this yes and it's all with the star wars tag in the star wars universe <laughs> It's gonna yeah, exactly. be amazing with Revan, and it's like no, it was bad. It's just terrible bad. Oh, yeah, like level level one to level fifty in about a week, and then uh, you can PVP. It. Yeah, you can PVP for like a minute, for like a hot yeah. minute. Yeah, actually, the PVP I did enjoy. Um, actually, I will say I never was a big PVPer until I started playing that game, and now um, you could say that maybe is a big component to what i do now all i do is pvp so right like that's uh that i remember and you put this in the show notes i love that you right. put this in the show notes uh captain i Callen. love show notes i saw that too i saw that i was like you would, <laughs> you would side or like you used to do a podcast called keyboard heroes and it was based yeah. around star wars the old republic you did it with your friend uh Sidor, mm-hmm. uh and i remember being on your podcast you were on my podcast like we would yep. we were always playing the game together you guys had your guild we had our guild and it was fun it was like i think uh, for me i've always said that games are more social than they are anything else especially you know 
the MMO aspect is, I mean, that's what it's geared towards. So I always, I found that fun with you guys and with the Cantina cast with Mike and Brian and, and, and Joa and, and, and oh God, there were so many others, Dimbo and he had a podcast and I don't remember Dimbo, the trooper. Like I just played with him, but anyway, it like you have on these shows, you have on these show notes. Uh, you remember that open PVP where keyboard heroes got smashed by. You know, oh yeah. Yeah. By my, by my guild. Yeah. We what did. was it called? What was your guild called? Again? It was the Brotherhood of Swath. Right. Yeah. Swath. Swath smashed us. We were like, hey, let's meet in this cool open sandbox area of the world. I think, well, it was, it was obviously an open PvP zone. And uh, well, we're going to meet there. You know, it was like a it was like a play. <laughs> it was like a schoolyard fight. Like, we show up at this time. And uh, we were all hyped up about it. We podcasted about it for like two weeks, had it all scheduled. And then it lasted about, f- well, Less time than my enjoyment of Swore Tour lasted. It was like just <laughs> smashed. Yeah, it didn't go didn't go so well. Man, that was amazing. I remember that too. I remember running out. I don't remember the zone, like the planet that you were on, but I remember No that. idea. Was it Tatooine? Sure. Sure, okay, yeah. That was that was a good time. You're right. It didn't last very long. And I remember, no. like we did, we PvP'd in that game. Like that's all you that's all you did because that's all you could do. But I did that for a couple of years, just getting on and smashing people and yeah i mean the, the pvp was extremely i found i found it fun i just maybe it was because i was new to actually playing pvp i went like i played a lot of world of warcraft never was a pvp person i was like oh you know i like playing my like playing my uh my bunny world pve and then started playing the swotor and like the strategy involved and the communication with your teammates and how that can make a pretty big difference not not really withstanding how skilled you actually were at the game if you could communicate more and better than the other team you could win not just based on skill i think that's what that's what drew me into pvp right and as bad gamers we need all the help we can get exactly right so let's let's talk about you for just a second so obviously that was star wars the old republic on pc i'm guessing you're a pc guy not a console guy or do you do both i'm mainly pc uh I, I laughed when I read your show note when you said Master Race. I don't know if that's an inside joke or not, but I thought it was pretty funny. No, that's uh, like a thing, like PC Master Race. That's what that's oh. that's like a thing. You okay. guys don't get that. Okay. In, like you, you guys talk about like maple syrup and hockey, right. and I don't know woodchucks, but beavers. I don't. know. What do you guys do in Canada? Uh, scrape snow off our car like Garrick today. I mean, we, we're the same people. Okay. I mean, I don't know why you're trying to separate us. I don't. I, we shouldn't. We, no borders. Hashtag fake. You fake are news. separated by a border. Oh, that's yeah. We are. Right. Right. Yeah. No wall yet, though. So we're good. Not yet. You also eat poutine and oh, dude, poutine. Don't like don't 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 knock the poutine. Like you can talk about maple syrup, but don't knock the poutine. I like poutine. Actually, you can get a poutine with maple syrup on it if you really want. Okay. Oh, good lord! I think I just puked in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> um, so, why? I want to get your take on this because I mean, you started. This was I, I looked back, and when you first like, you were like, "Hey, I saw you changed your game or your or your your Twitter tag." Like, this is what I'm doing. What are you doing? This was like in December, yeah. like November of last year. So what prompted you to like to do this? Like, why did you want to get into to to twitching, to streaming in, in the first place? Um, I think one of the biggest thing is because I, I don't know if you remember, but Keyboard Heroes uh, actually turned into uh, a YouTube uh, yes. show after like we did. uh it was like a TV series that we did um, when we were working under um, what was it TGN? Yeah, that was called. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we we uh, allied up with TGN, and we were just like 
just having a good time. I was having a really good time editing the videos, actually, and uh, putting a lot of creative aspect into it. So I think the creative aspect of what I was doing then and then applying it to something that was kind of maybe just mine and my own to create and I could do what I wanted. and It was all live and I didn't have to do any editing after. It was actually a pretty sweet deal. And I started doing it when I was playing Dota 2 for a while. Um, just kind of to test it out and see if I had the computer components to do it. And then after a couple upgrades and finishing school, I said, you know, I've got the time now. Uh, I'm working full time and I have lots of days off. So I just go ahead and do it. And uh, I'm having a great time. And it took a long time to get up and running, maybe about two months. Uh, but once it was up and, and running smoothly, I was I'm having a fantastic time. And every time I go live, it's uh, it's exhilarating. I don't know. It's because you're live and, and you're interacting one on one with everyone that's coming to see you. And then when you start seeing people coming back every week and like you're having those live conversations while you're playing with those same people every week and they're excited to see you go live. Um, and there's all that hype around that. And it's about about you and your show and your how entertaining you are or, or whatever your play style or your skill in the game. It, it's it's a lot of fun. So what let me ask because I think there's a lot of for for the generation that I am from, which is not millennials. Uh, Generation X, like there's a lot of I don't understand why streaming is such a thing. Why it's so big? Uh, Is it entertainment? Like for me, if I want to see like a guide, I can go to YouTube and I can see a guide on how to do something, or I can read a guide. I could like I am capable of extrapolating from the written word what I am supposed to do uh, in 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 a game. Uh, Right. So. At first, I was like, when when Twitch first came around and streaming started to be a thing, and now you know YouTube's into it with the with the live YouTube. I, I started, you know, I, I questioned why is I, I guess I don't understand it. Why do I want to watch somebody else play a game? But you're saying that that's a lot of the interaction between everybody involved. Is that what it is, or? Yeah, it's. I think it's the community aspect. I mean, if, I'll give you a couple of examples. I don't know if you've seen or heard of Doctor Disrespect. Obviously, he's the biggest guy on Twitch. Like thirty-three to fifty thousand viewers every single day that he's live. Do you, have you ever seen him? Uh, no, I I have not. But I know that Garrick has like retweeted some stuff about Doctor Disrespect. I think. Yeah, he he's also he won. Um, uh, streamer of the year or something or most influential yeah. gamer of the year this past year at uh, the VGAs and TwitchCon he was the top Twitch streamer nice like and I, he's had yeah. some uh, some uh, bad publicity stuff going on lately yeah um, I saw that but he, he just recently got back into streaming after like a three month hiatus he was gone for a while yeah like I, I, I guess I don't care why because uh, but uh, why he was gone I mean what for whatever reason he was gone my question is why is he so big is it that he's entertaining? Is it that he's informative? I mean, like, I, just, I don't understand. Like, and I had this conversation with Joe on another podcast earlier uh, today, which you can check out later this week. Slapdash, SoundCloud.com forward slash Slapdash. Uh, I, I guess Plugs. I just, right? Uh, I don't understand why it's so, such a thing. Like, it's like, it feels like it's the me, 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 look at me, look at me, look at right. me. Is that is that what it is? Or like, just explain this to me, uh, Captain. I, I think it's a legitimate uh, creative outlet um, and a new form of entertainment. Um, it, when you go and, and check out Dr. Disrespect, and I'm sure you will, um, he, he creates a whole online persona. Like it's not him as a real person at all. It, it's a, it's It's almost like acting for the most part for him every single day, eight hours a day. Um, he portrays a certain, uh, persona 
I mean, I don't do that so much and, and a lot of streamers just kind of be themselves. Um, but most of it is the interaction with your viewers and building community. Another uh, big name that I actually really enjoy watching is Tim the Tatman. This guy started out just doing kind of just regular stuff like that, that I'm doing right now, just interacting with people after work. He had a full-time job, hanging out, um, built this community of people who just felt connected to him in some sort of way. Uh, could be the way he plays the game, could be the way that he just chats with you um, while he's playing the games, I guess. It's it's just that interaction between the viewer and the entertainer and that live uh, ongoing conversation while watching the video game. It, it actually, the more I do it, I'm finding the less people are coming back to see me and and care care about what I'm playing, what video game I'm playing. To be honest, like I play Elder Scroll Elder Scrolls Legends. It's just a card game like Hearthstone, and I'll still get just as many viewers or more people just coming in because I can actually talk more playing a card game because I can pay attention to chat and I'm not like super engaged in the game and it's actually a different type of uh, broadcast. So I would say it's not about watching somebody play to see how they play the game or to get guide tips or whatever. And, but some, some, some streamers do do that. They're very good at what they do. And that's why some people will watch them for the most part. It's your, your personality, your interaction. If you're an entertaining person, that's, which, that's which, and you build that community around yourself, which you are, you are very entertaining. I loved uh, keyboard heroes. I love what you did there. I, I, I do. I will admit, um, I don't, I don't watch Twitch a lot. I just don't. It's probably cause I'm old and cranky and, yeah. Yeah. But, but when I, you know, I like, like it, I watched some of your video uh, that's on there uh, today. Uh, did you, and, did and you check out some of the clips? Uh, I didn't check out some of the clips. I, I, I didn't because I was having a conversation with uh, just watching like a past broadcast. Or yes. Something. I was just watching a past broadcast and you were just being yourself. You were just playing, uh, I think it was uh, Fortnite. Yep. So, like, is that like we reviewed Fortnite last year? Uh, Garrick and yeah. I did. I hated it. I, I'll be honest. I hated it uh, when I first started playing it about a, um, two months ago. Now, did you start playing the Save the World mode or did you start playing the Battle Royale mode? Only the Battle Royale mode. And the only yeah. reason I was playing that was because I was also playing uh, PUBG. Which is better? PUBG. Um, and I had this conversation with somebody the other day. And they're better for their own reasons. And a lot of people will be like, well, Fortnite's for babies because it's all cartoony. If you're saying that, you really have no grounds and you're a terrible gamer and you should never review video games because that just you, you don't compare games like that. They're, they're two different games, even though they're the Battle Royale style. Uh, PUBG is very a um, little more slow moving, a little more campy, um, a lot more um, different long term strategies where Fortnite is very fast paced, run and gun. Um, and then you have the ability to obviously mine resources, destroy the environment and build your own fort around yourself. Uh, so just two different styles of play. I, I just have a lot more fun with Fortnite uh, because you have more fun playing in a group of people. If you have like a four person crew, um, all of a sudden you're building a fort together and you're battling the guy across like the, the team across the way. I find that just very entertaining rather than just kind of walking through a forest in PUBG and just getting sniped from like, 500 yards and you don't even know who killed you oh, i hate that yeah uh, it's probably a 12 year old you're probably getting ganked by a 12 year old and i can't stand oh, yeah. that oh and to be honest i would say like i don't know what the draw i knew we were going to talk about this um from the show notes but I, I don't know what the draw is about the battle royale thing um i didn't think that i was going to be that engaged in that type of a game but 
And and it's I don't know why it's so addicting because you're you're launching into a game with a hundred people. Right. The chances of you winning are slim to nil, but uh, you know only one person actually wins the game or one squad. So the reward aspect of the game isn't really isn't really there, and and there's usually breadcrumbs with rewards and keeps players coming back. This doesn't really have that. So and now they're really popular, and I don't know what it is. Is it the draw of possibly winning and having that stat on your sheet maybe uh but it's hard to get yeah i i i can't get into it like garrick has tried to get me into and i can't and i don't like stylized graphics to begin with and i don't think that it's a, like it's not like it's cartoony and it's for kids it's just a preference a personal preference that it's like eh, like star wars the old republic had this and maybe that's why maybe because that game yeah. left such a i was just gonna say did you I thought you just mentioned that you played Swotor for a little exactly. bit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think maybe that's it, though. Like, just for me, it's a personal preference because that game left such a bad taste in my mouth that any game that has stylized graphics is just immediately going to go on my list. And yeah. Then, like, I don't know. So, maybe that's the thing. I don't know. I was going to say, if you if you combine the entertainment factor of a Battle Royale game with with a personality um, streaming that and, and having having that piece of entertainment along with it. It's very, um, a lot of people are streaming those types of games now because of that combined factor of you interacting with your viewers, but also having a a different sort of entertaining thing that's repetitive, but different every single time. And it's in short doses. Yeah, I could see that. See, and I was going to ask if you just, if it was, I mean, I know you probably get this uh, somewhat, maybe not a lot, but like girls who get like who stream games, right? I feel yeah. like there's two different types that stream games. And mm-hmm. I uh, there's the type that is an actual gamer who likes the games, who likes to talk with the community. And then the other type is kind of like the whole YouTube crowd where it's just look at me, look at me, look at me. I have boobs. Look. Uh, I have seen some pretty <laughs> hilarious YouTube clips or even stream clips within um, like within streamer communities that I'm a, I'm a part of people will pass around these little clips of people. Um, and it's just, it just gives you an example of what, why not to get into streaming. I mean, they're literally doing it for the money. And I was I was going to talk about that later because you do, you can make a little bit of money at this, but they will sit there in front of the camera, not even really play a game. And it's, it's basically like a, uh, they have it on pornhub.com. You can have a live interactive, uh, show. You just pay for it. And you know, they're just, you know, pushing their boobs up in the camera and saying they love you and whatever. It's weird. It's, uh, mm, mm, it's weird. <laughs> it is weird. It is weird. It's fa. Uh, and fa, fa is pretty weird. Fa is pretty weird. Know. Absolutely. It's a good catch, my man. That is a good catch, brother. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me kind of turn this a little bit because you brought up the monetary aspect. And I know there are podcasts out there and I don't, and I've said this before. I don't, I don't begrudge anybody making any money by doing something that they love. I don't, I don't, it's no skin off my teeth. I just would have a hard time asking people who listen to this show for money. Like that's me. I don't, it's not that I don't want money. Everybody wants money. Everybody needs money. Sure. I I just don't want to, I don't, I I wouldn't feel right asking for it because I do this 
mostly because I like the sound of my own voice. And me God too, me it. too, me right. too. And then partly because <laughs> I just enjoy games. I enjoy talking about games. I enjoy the community in gaming sometimes for the, depends on the community, but for, you know, for the most part. And uh, so that's why I do it. And I just, why well, I get paid to do something that I love. Like, so exactly. So what, like, what are your feelings on the whole tip thing or Patreon or just getting paid for, for this kind of stuff in general? For the most part, I mean, the tipping thing, um, I know a lot of the bigger streamers, they do make a lot of money with the tips and stuff. Um, most of their revenue comes from uh, subscriptions uh, from their viewers that subscribe to their channel, like a magazine almost. That's why I was kind of saying before, it's, it's kind of a new form of entertainment that people are consuming and will pay for. Um, they subscribe to you. And you, they do make a fair amount of money on that, depending on how many subscribers you have. But the tipping aspect, I, I wasn't really comfortable with that. Even I'm still not really comfortable with it. I've never received a tip, but I, I do have people that have subscribed. And now Twitch also offers, I think they're called biddies. So that's like an online, uh, oh, they take Lord. a little little chunk out of it. Um, and you can cheer your favorite streamer. So you buy 200 biddies and I think one bit is one cent. Um, They're just asking for it by naming it biddies. Wait, are they called biddies? I thought they were just called bits. Oh, I I guess I call them biddies because when I say thank you to somebody, I say thanks for those biddies. But they are bits. You are correct. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for those biddies. Quit just sexualizing everything. I know, I'm sorry. No, don't don't quit because you know what I don't normally give tips, but uh, Captain Callan, I'll give you just the tip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh um, so I I like I never ever um, did it for the money aspect. I when somebody subscribes to me, it is like um, I guess if I was going to compare it to podcasting, it's like you check your downloads and there's like a hundred extra downloads one week for, for some reason. And then somebody sends you a message and says, I really enjoyed that podcast last week. And I got 99 of my buddies to download it and take a listen. That's what it feels like every time somebody subscribes. And that's how I kind of take that. Um, that it's got, it's like an offering of support and, and rallying you, I guess, keeping you going. Cause it is, it is draining to be live for four to five. Sometimes I do six hour stints of Ugh. just being live for that time. Right. Wow. Like, um, I've some, tried to do that with with uh, Monster Hunter World, and I get like two or three people that come in, and obviously I'm not like I like I'll tweet it out, but I, whatever. Like I don't. No, yeah. And so somebody will come in, but nobody says anything. They just come in, and so I feel right. like I'm just talking to nobody. I'm like, you know, this is just they just creep on you. Yeah, I just uh, so I feel silly, and I'm like, in oh, all fairness, I'm one of those people. I know you're the only one, Garrick, that ever said you like, hey, it's Garrick. I'm like, hey, well, it's Garrick. What's going on? I feel like I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> By myself, <laughs> talking to you. Talk to you. I talk to you every day. That's right. Well, I got to talk to you some more now. Why are you watching me? Aren't you supposed to be working? Yeah, work sucks. All right. Well, cool. Thanks for stopping by. Stop quoting me. <laughs> Stop. You're taking me out of context. Uh, so fake get, news. Right. Hashtag fake news. Um, Garrick's got some really good, hard hitting questions. Uh, that he put down here. And I, I feel like, Callan, I, I am bogarting all of your time uh, here on the show. No. And I, I no, yeah, no, I love it. So, Garrick, I mean, I, if you have something you'd like to ask Captain Callan here, go for it. Yeah. So, I mean, firstly, my main thing is, is just what kind of success have you found on Twitch? Um, do you mean when you're, how are you measuring that success? Are you measuring, are you measuring a monetary success or are you measuring kind of, um, like a viewer tips and biddies, tips and biddies, (laughs) biddies, tips Tips and biddies. biddies. 
So I think I think when it comes to Twitch, a measurement of success is based mainly on the specific person doing the Twitch. So in your instance, how do you measure success? Is it how many viewers you have? Is it subscriptions? Is it how much money you're making? Is it how much time you get to invest in it? I think the number one thing for me when I went into it um, and the number one rule, uh, you know, I, I, I like to research things before I get into them. So I watched a lot of, you know, how to's and whatever's. I think the biggest thing um, that I convinced myself was I'm not really going to care how many people are watching me at any one moment. Like you, like you were talking about Crowley, you know, maybe one person comes in and never says anything, whatever it is. Um, the success that I measure is when I go live, I guess in the last maybe three or four weeks and I have the same, maybe two, three, four people, show up every single time, every single time I send out a tweet, hey, I'm going live and it's not a scheduled thing and they just show up wherever they are. If Even if they're on mobile, they'll say, hey, I'm at mobile on work. I won't be able to chat, but I just wanted to check you out and throw you some support. When those, when those people keep coming back because they find not just what I'm playing entertaining, but me entertaining, that that's how I measure my success and the interaction I have with the community and how I build the community around me to... Um, it, like Crowley was saying, like, it's all, it's me, 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 me. That's, that's kind of the generational thing with the YouTubers and that. I don't really see it that way. I, I see it as just building relationships, uh, making connections, finding new friends, playing games with them, because that's a lot of what I do as well as I meet people through the, t through Twitch, interacting with them. They come check out my channel and they say, Hey, why don't you come and play a quick game of Fortnite with me? And you just meet people like that. So I measure my success on the interaction of the community and, uh, around me. Okay, so kind of the interaction and as well as the concurrent users, like who keeps coming back and yeah. seeing you. Yeah, gotcha. recurrent re recurring viewers, I think, is, is the biggest measure of success for any new Twitch streamer. Um, never, ever, ever look at your viewer counter, anybody out there who does <laughs> thinking about trying to stream because it is disheartening sometimes. Like you're just, like Crowley said, you're sitting there yapping to yourself, talking about whatever, and and you look at the viewer count, it says zero. He does that anyways, off the camera or on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So then how, what do you think is the main thing that you're doing that's getting you these people coming back? Is it the fact that you're always interacting with them? Is it your personality? I think it's a combination of both. Um, I've, I've always said too, and, and I Crowley mentioned something before about it. Um, I also love the sound of my voice and uh, I do a little thing on, on Twitch where you can do song requests. So you type an explanation point SR paste the YouTube link and it'll automatically play that song on my computer and then you can hear it through the stream. Um, so we do, I do a song request hour over uh, when I'm playing cards or something like that. And, uh, you know, and I do a whole bit, like basically a radio bit because it shows who requested the song. And sometimes they do shout outs to other people who are watching or people who are who are listening somewhere else. And, you know, it will say, you know, uh, Tool Enema uh, requested by Crowley going out to Garrick on Legendary Pirate Radio 66.6. No, it would it would you be, would do that. No, it wouldn't. It would be uh, prison sex. Uh, and it, oh, oh, good song, good song. right and it would go out to 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 Callan. there you go, there you go. <laughs> so that said what are the main games you like to play is this, there specific games is there a specific genre are you just kind of all over the place i got add when it comes to uh <laughs> games for the most part like sidor sidor hates when i text him on a random day and say yo have you checked out this game you should go check out this game like recently i said i don't know if you guys have ever played path of exile 
Oh, God, I love that game. You and Garrick right. are freaking spirit animals. I swear to God, neither it's of you. It's what Diablo should have been. Oh, it's what God, Diablo should have been. You guys, I, you, you both have game ADD. <laughs> yeah, we do. We are the so, American keyboard heroes. Do you realize that, Garrick? We are the American. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fun. So I, I convinced Crowley to download and play Sword War, and I don't think we ever actually played together. Oh, you talk oh, about pissing man, me off, sad. right? I, I got distracted. He's like, "Hey, let's let's download this and just play it for a couple of days." I'm like, "All right, that's so, cool." So that's what I do. To, that's what I do to Sidor <gasps> all the time, and it, it's recently made him mad because I've I've made him spend money before, and then he's he's like, "I find I bought the game, like let's play," and I'll be like, mm, mm, "I'm playing WoW or something now. Like I'm I'm done with that." <laughs> Speaking uh, of, you should get into WoW. Oh, shut yeah. up! I feel your See, pain. There you I, go. I feel your pain, Sidor. I feel your pain. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm playing right now. I'm on the battle royale kick. I, I was playing Dota 2 for about three years. I had a good time, but then I realized that I suck and I will always suck <laughs> at it. And I actually I enjoy watching it more than I do playing it. Um, so I moved into the battle royale stuff when PUBG came out. And um, and then when I got hooked on Fortnite uh, recently, it's it's just kind of been the battle royales for now. And I'm excited to see because there's so much behind the battle royale all the big labels are going to be coming out with a battle royale. So I'm pretty excited because it's a pretty simple game to make. Like the, 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 you can have so many different iterations of it. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see in the next two years who comes out with what. Yeah, the, the premise is very, very easy. I think um, uh, Rockstar has already introduced some kind of PUBG-style game mode into their uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. Right. Um, interestingly enough about Rockstar, I remember when the first Red Dead Redemption came out, um, PlayStation 3, I think, um, they had an online mode and it was a free open sandbox riding a horse around um, and you could shoot people that were in your town or wherever. It was a, it was a huge open world. And I, I would argue one of the first battle royales that wasn't really even called a battle royale. Um, so I'm hoping with Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out soon that they embrace that and say, hey, like we we pioneered this stuff. We're going to give you we're going to give you the next generation. Actually, hot news, but exclusive from trustedreviews.com. They received <laughs> leaked info back in August, but they didn't think it was real until it was later confirmed, like some of the stuff and it was confirmed real. So they're like, well, here's the rest of it. But they're saying that the Red Dead Redemption 2 online, according to notes, it will feature Battle Royale, Revive and Survive, and Money Grab modes. They just, don't know yet you know, whether the Battle Royale mode will perform similarly to PUBG or Fortnite, um, but I would imagine that GTA 5's online Battle Royale system was probably like a small little test ground for it. Um, revive like and survive pits two teams against each other as they try to stay alive. You have a limited amount of time to revive your teammates, and money grab features two teams fighting to procure bags of monies in a central location. Well, where's the showdown? Where's like at high noon? I meet you on Main Street, <laughs> and we're gonna see that who's was the, the faster draw, that right? Was the first like that's what I want. I want that. I want to be able to be like Garrett, just come in here, and you and I are gonna have a little, little quick draw, and uh, we're gonna see who's better. They had that actual game mode in the first one. Oh, I'm, I, they did. I want this game to be good so badly, and I'm just, I've been um, so let down. After, the, after that information, sorry to cut you off, Carly. After that information, Gary, can you guys just hold on a second? I'm just going to grab some lube. I'll be back. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. good Lord. Um, 
yeah, no, I'm, that's one of the games I'm super looking forward to if it actually comes yeah, out this year. Uh, speaking of games that are coming out this year, they, they did announce yesterday a new trailer drop for Kingdom Hearts 3, and they've, they're saying it's coming out this year. Again, I wouldn't hold my breath, <laughs> but they, they did say this was a, what, D23 in Japan yesterday? Yeah, the, the D23 Summit in Japan, um, they showed off Monsters, Inc., and confirmed again, hey, coming 2018. Um, they actually gave us the, the 2018 date in DX23 Summit in America last year. Yeah, I don't, I just, I don't, whatever. I don't believe it. Don't hold your breath. Don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> you sound like you're talking about EA. Dude, let's talk about EA for a second, dude. <laughs> because when I saw you put this in the show notes, count, I was like, oh, thank sweet baby Jesus. Somebody agrees with me. <sighs> EA sucks and I hate EA. I downloaded the new, uh, what's the new game called? Uh, they, they had a demo out. I have no what's idea. New, I don't what's know. What's the new game? It's a, it's a shooter. It's uh, Titan Titanfall 2. <laughs> Battlefront. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. It was Battlefront 2. Oh, Battlefront 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I downloaded the demo and my God, it's like, it's beautiful. I mean, right? it's triple A, delicious graphics, plays nicely, yeah. looks super tested. I was super excited about it. I was like, I'll probably drop 70 bucks on this and play it for a week and I'll, and I'll feel bad about it, but I'll have a good time. <laughs> I'll feel um, bad about it, but you know, and then they had this whole online thing they were going to do with the, uh, with the first person shooter style, um, just online PVP stuff, which I was excited about. And then all of a sudden, all of this news starts coming out about their pay structure from, I guess it was from closed testing the, the pay to win structure that they had, um, to be, because I think you can be a Jedi or you can be um, you can be a hero in like not just a trooper or whatever. But you I don't know. I don't know how it all works, but I just heard really bad things about it. And then the game released and then everybody was like, oh, my God, I paid seventy dollars. And then you have to keep putting money into it like a slot machine. Basically, I was like, come on, you guys make great games. You make an ass load of money every single time. Why can't you just like let people play the game the way that we're imagining we're going to be able to play the game? I don't get it. Right. Uh, this was our complaint with the game, too. The game's beautiful. The game is fun to play. Uh, but the whole loot box thing just kind of turned. And then, like, where's the content? They promised new content. Where's the new content? Where's, where's oh, right. season yeah, that two? Was the other thing. Like, I just, I, you're right. Like, EA has a just a butt ton of money. Like, let's 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 just give the gamers what they want. And and my argument was on on several shows that we've talked about this was, Go to uh, a system where it's not a loot box that you're buying, but you're buying a character. If you want to play as as tiny little Anakin Skywalker who looks at Padme all the time and says, are you an angel? Let's try spinning. That's a good trick. Like, fine. Play with him. If you, But it's going to cost you $3. And if you want to play with Jar Jar just to let everybody shoot him repeatedly, that's, that's $10. At least then right, they're making like, like money off Jar Jar. Like a skin system, right? Yes. Or yeah. not even a skin system. Like give them, give them their own. Like, look, this is EA, right? They have the the resources, uh, and Dice has the resources to to put these characters in the game and give them their own little skill set of three or yeah, four. Yeah, for skill. sure. Like, I don't understand why this wasn't a thing. 
and, and, and I, I know somebody had said, well, let us choose like skins, like colors and what, like, let's have, you know, be able to have Darth Vader instead of be black and gray or whatever. He can just be, you know, blue or red or whatever. And, and the guy. Pink EA, Darth Vader. Yeah. The guy at EA is like, we, well, pink Darth Vader is not canon. Well, neither is, is friggin'. It's just stupid. It's just. just get it out, Crowley. I can't. Every time I talk about it, I get so frustrated because it's like, you know, Han Solo running around shooting uh, uh, Emperor Palpatine is not canon either. And you let that happen. So I know exactly. Like, where do you draw the line? You're drawing the line on pink Darth Vader. I think there's other lines you can draw EA. So it's just I don't don't know. It's just silly. I, I, I we stopped playing that. We played it for a hot minute and it was fun. But EA just sucked the fun and the life out of that game, and they, I know they've recently announced that loot boxes are coming back. Oh, you you did play Battlefront two? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So you okay? So you but you bought it and played it and like invested in it. So what was the? So it was loot boxes that they had, and then they removed, and people were mad about, and now they're back. No, that, they, was that what? Was? So what it was was uh, like they were upset that it was going to take what hours upon hours upon hours of grinding to unlock like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and 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 Leia and and oh okay you know so it was it was yeah, that it was and then kind of without paying money controversy. Yeah. And then the loot box thing on top of that, it was like it was it was uh, what you could get different cards, star cards that would buff your jobs, like the four jobs that are in the game or buff your. Yeah. So, so kind of class progression was dependent on these loot crates. So if you bought a whole bunch of stuff, the more cards you had for that particular class means that that class is a higher level, unlocking even more stuff for you. And so it was kind of like an exponential pay to win. Yeah, that. That it was the case. So that was the piece of information that I read and was extremely angered and immediately decided not to give them $70. Yeah, but they, they took that out of the game. They took the buying portion out of the game before the main game even launched. Yeah, yeah. but see, I I get insulted by by that and uh you know, I don't I don't I'm not very forgiving to people that I that I'm gonna give, especially nowadays. $70 for a triple A game. I have to love that game. I mean, it's got to be everything that I want and more because there's games like Fortnite out that I haven't spent a dime on and I've put going to pour hours and hours and hours and hours into. It. I mean, there's tons of free to play games. Path of Exile, another example. Free to play. No money. Yeah. No, yeah. I, you you you're you're definitely onto something and I think that a lot of these indie developers um that are putting together these games and, and putting them out there and, and becoming, you know, popular and played a lot. I hopefully that uh, the problem is that big companies like EA will come in and scoop them up. Yeah. Because money talks. So, you know, they say, yeah, here, give us a couple of million. You can have the IP and, you know, we'll, we'll develop a game for you. And then it doesn't matter if we ever put it out because now I can just kind of, you know, I, I can half-ass it, and it can be it can be a horrible game, and because you're just going to monetize it anyway. Like games yeah, as a service I mean, as a whole is an absolute ridiculous concept. Yeah, the I think the the other side of the argument being, um, you know, you'd say, well, you know, Captain, I mean, you play free to play games and you pour these hours into it, and you know, you're not going to support that game at all, and they're not charging any money for it. The other thing is, if I play a game enough, like Fortnite, uh, and I'm enjoying it so much, I actually feel I feel um, I feel moved to say, "Hey, I'm really enjoying this game. I'm going to give them the 
$10 they want for like a battle pass to give me an experience boost to unlock a couple rewards that aren't pay to win style, but you know, cosmetic stuff. I'll, yeah, I'm going to give them 10 bucks, man. They've given me hours of entertainment and maybe in another month. Yeah. They'll probably squeeze another 10 or 20 out of me and eventually they'll probably get their $70. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. I would be more apt to give a company money if I enjoyed, if I enjoyed their, the, the product. If you're treated out. well. Yeah, I, I think, I think the landscape of gaming is, is changing on the free to play scale. And I, and I remember back when SWOTOR was doing the whole thing and I don't even want to get into it, but <laughs> I was totally against free to play even before that decision was made. Um, not specifically for SWOTOR. I mean, I mean, free to play games in, in, in any form, they weren't really around. And when they were, they sucked because nobody had the resources to put out a good game. Um, and free to play didn't make any sense. Now we're talking what three years late No, five years later, probably four years later. It's, it's like, it's the way things are heading, I think. And I think it's a great model. I think people, especially the younger generation, they will, they will pay for, uh, skins because they love to look different. Yep. No, they I, will pay. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't disagree. I think that you're seeing that in a lot of different games. If you look at Injustice 2, they do a character uh, thing where you can buy different characters and they have different move sets. And I they, like that game came out what early last year, like April, March, mm-hmm. March, April last year. And they just added Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the, to the mix. Oh, wow. Nice. Right. That's that. actually no joke. That's where my mind was when I was talking about pizza earlier. <laughs> you, were, you were thinking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I was absolutely thinking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I was just watching some actual gameplay for them. And you can actually, like, one of your super moves is, like, you take out a pizza and you start eating slices. But you can also throw the pizza box at the enemy. Okay. so That's amazing. Let's let This is the big question, then. Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? I, I was watching Donatello, if that was the question. Uh, no, the question is which, which would you would, like, who's your favorite? Yeah, I knew that wasn't a question. Raph for me. Okay. What, you know what? Yeah. That makes sense. Kind of. Cause you podcast with me and like, I, I'm more like Raphael than I am anybody else. <laughs> like You're stealing he, his favorite one now. I'm just saying that, you know, Raphael's the turtle that tells you to get off his lawn. Right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. He's old and cranky, but he's not old. Um, I, I probably have to go with Leonardo. Really? Yeah. All right. You thought I was going to say Michelangelo. I really did. I thought you were going to say Michelangelo for sure. You know, you know why I just, I just wanted to be different today. I mean, you're probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing you for a loop. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Yeah. I I would probably say, I I, I would probably say um, Donatello. (laughs) (laughs) I said it like that too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's Donatello. uh, He's, he's the leader, man. He's the guy in charge. Like, and he's not always right. And sometimes he has to learn from his mistakes. He isn't the leader leader in the new cartoon show coming out. What do you mean? Who is? Uh, I don't, I don't know if they've if it's said not Raphael, but... I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that's, yeah. that. That is, they're just bastardizing at this point. Like, I mean, yeah, Raphael's ba- basically the first lieutenant, right? Like he's, yeah, he's, 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 he's the enforcer. Command. He's, he's the guy like when Michelangelo's getting out of hand, like yeah. Donatello's like Raph, like getting back in line, like take care of that. Right. And he does. He's like, he's like the Sergeant at arms, whatever you want to call him. He's the enforcer type. Like, and then you've got, you've got uh, uh, Leonardo, who wait yeah isn't he leonardo's the was leonardo the leader i can't even remember is there a purple guy is that donatello 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so old. <laughs> right? I'm so old. Oh. Damn it. I don't know. But Leo, now I'm so confused. Very confused. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Maybe we should just edit this out of the podcast. No, we won't. It's podcast gold, as Dimbo would say. It's podcast gold. <laughs> it's podcast gold. Man, I need to talk to Dimbo again. I see him. I see him. He's in your, uh, I guess now I'm part of your server, so yes. I, can come, I can come check out Dimbo. Oh, dude, you can come hang out with us whenever you yeah, I mean, want. I, my my dream really would be, well, maybe not, because he'd probably take over my whole, <laughs> oh, damn it, my whole uh, my whole you got one you got I one i got one uh, my whole stream uh but i'd love to have demo 56 just pop in for for a hot second and say uh, hi that'd be amazing wouldn't that be amazing I'll, I'll see i haven't talked to him in about a week or so but i will uh yes uh, the aquatic meat twinkie my co-host uh, uh actually he i'm the co-host he's the host of uh, slapdash uh he uh, he has informed us that uh he, his guy is Michelangelo. Purple, it was Donatello, and Leo is blue and the leader. So my, I, I was wrong. It was Leo Leonardo. So according to the Wikipedia page for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I can't Leonardo it. is the tactical, courageous leader and devoted there you student. Go. Yeah, Leonardo. Look, see, this show has devolved from talking about games into talking about who your favorite turtle is and why. Welcome to the Turtles podcast. Welcome to Bad Gamers <laughs> Anonymous. Good God, we suck. You know what? It's been a, a, just a grip. Since we've heard, get good scrubs. Oh, by the oh, by you. the way, I don't even know. Did we? Did I mention? Um, I mean, I, I I heard pieces of the intro. I'd really I'd really like to actually hear. Well, I guess I will when I listen to this. <laughs> yes, I'd like to hear. And and uh, um, I I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know how. Did you put that together yourself? Uh, I, I did with some help from uh, uh, Joe's wife Ashley. She does the uh, the voiceover and the uh, get good scrubs. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, that's fantastic! Isn't it? That is uh, just isn't it though. Oh yeah, that's that's good. I mean, I I'm afraid she's I gonna have to, to she's gonna tag us. <laughs> I'm afraid she's gonna tag us in a tweet with hashtag Me Too. Like I'm afraid that's oh, coming. God. Like because I literally play this. Get good scrubs seven to eight oh, times yeah. every show. That's amazing. Oh, uh, what games um, are you looking forward to coming out uh, the the rest of this year? Uh, uh, Captain Cowan, like what? Like if you had one game where you're like, this is the game that I will probably stream more of than than uh, mm. Fortnite. Like what would it be? Well, um, I guess the unknown future battle royales. I'm probably going to be rocking. I don't know what they're going to be yet. Uh, definitely Red Dead Redemption. I'll be playing that. Yeah. And I think um, uh, I'm going to give um, a new MMO a try. I haven't played an MMO in a while. Um, God, now I can't even remember what it's called. Um, but it's a new uh, new MMO coming out. It's in alpha right now, and it's um, kind of going back to, I guess, I don't want to say hardcore days, but just kind of steering it a little more back to the EverQuest days. I don't know if you guys ever played EverQuest. I did not. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about too. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's not Ashes of Creation. No. But um, so I will I'm going to look that up, but uh, I'm looking forward to that MMO coming out. It's going to be pretty good. And it's it's very team based, um, almost like uh, did you anybody play Lotro uh, uh, Lord of the Rings online? I played oh, that. Yeah. yeah, I played that for a minute yeah. with a guy that from Australia. Was, that game was amazing. eh? Uh, there's the first day. Uh, no, it was. All right. <laughs> No, like, it, I uh, wanted to play a drinking game with this Pantheon. Pantheon Rise of the Fallen. Yeah, I wanted to play a drinking game with this podcast and be like, just sneak it in. Like every time Callan says, "Hey," 
like take a drink, but he's only done it once. Like he swore more on the podcast than he said, Hey, <laughs> sorry, bro. No, that's all right, dude. That's all right. Uh, um, no, the, uh, yeah. So Pantheon's the name of it, but the, um, I, the only reason I brought up Lord of the Rings online was, uh, they had the fellowship moves yep. that popped up once in a while, which was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that aspect of the game. Um, and I think this, that's a very, um, simplistic way of explaining what Pantheon's probably doing with group play. Um, let's just say it's going to be extremely difficult to play this MMO on your own, which is completely obviously a turnaround from you playing hours and hours of WoW by yourself in an MMO. Well, hours and hours of WoW by yourself. That Well, I'll play it with you. Excellent, sir. I've got a group ready to go. Uh, I, you know, yeah. I, uh, maybe I'll I'll throw my hat in there. Yeah, like it's been a grip since you and I have played a game together. So let's you know let's let's uh, yeah, let's, let's get this let's, on. Let's find something to come come together on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you should. I think you should really give Fortnite a little bit more time. Oh, Maybe just experiment you with should, it. You should try the battle royale mode, Crowley. All right, all right. You might like well, that you one because it's not the grind. The it's royale? not the menus. Yeah, I couldn't get you into mean, the menus, man. The menus. Oh, on, on just the uh, on the regular. A uh, Fortnite game, man. They were a nightmare, dude. Dude, <laughs> so, so no, just come play the battle royale with me. Okay, this week I will play the battle royale with you. It's free to play. See, this this is the other thing. Look how easy it is to sprint. Not anyways. I'm gonna stop boasting free to play games. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Like I feel like like the 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 makers of Fortnite should just like give you some money. They probably should. They absolutely should. I I I. <laughs> Our four listeners will will put that out on their social media. Give Cal like it's going to be a hashtag. Give Calendar. Pretty money. excited about it. All right, you should be. You should be. All four of them. <laughs> Influential. Influential listeners we have. Uh, well, now you're gonna, now you're going to have five because uh, I'm definitely going to be tuning in, man. Sweet. I uh, I like new listeners and to have Callan listening. Knowing that my but, voice, but then, but then I'm gonna want access to the show notes every week and like give you tips and stuff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only if I can give you a tip every week. This is hey. getting sexual again. I'll show hey. you my biddies. <laughs> I don't like where this romance is going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before uh, we 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 end the show, I'm gonna end it with a couple of different things. So just everybody hang tight for that. But, uh, like, uh, is there anything you want uh, our listeners to know about you, Callan? Like, uh, tell them again where to find you. I'll put it in the show notes. You can find where to, uh, you know, see where to find Callan, uh, Captain Nil Skill. But throw it out there for him one more time, Callan. Yeah, sure. So come check me out on, on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Captain underscore Nil underscore Skill. Um, if you just search Captain Nil Skill, you'll find it on Twitch. Uh, and then make sure, I think you said uh, the Twitter handle wrong, but it's just at C-A-P-T, so at capped underscore nil underscore skill. Uh, the underscores, I'm really regretting it, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> check me out on Twitter. Uh, and, and that's where my main form of communication is for when I'm going to go live. And I, and I do encourage your four to eight to hopefully 28 listeners in the future to come check me out and hang out and play some games. Man, when we get 28 listeners, we will be hitting the big game. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. watching, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. Garrick loves to watch the twitches. Uh, I will. Uh, I, I want to watch you twitch. Sounds good, man. More ways than one. So I will. Definitely... I, I I look forward to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna. I'm just. Think, I'll, yeah. No, I'm just not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, dude. If you thank- don't talk to him, Garrick. He just, he goes away. Right. Uh, <laughs> dude, Cal, thank you so much for, for coming on the show tonight. Like if I don't get a chance. Thank to- you for having me guys. Uh, this is nice. Nostalgia throwback. Uh, oh, I had a man. great time. Yeah. We just had a nostalgia show last week with Jonesy, man. The nostalgia is strong <laughs> with this show, right? Garrick, what is there anything on Garrick's gregarious games tonight that you want to throw out there before I, I end the show the way I'm going to end it? Kingdom Come Deliverance will be our February game of the month, but definitely a quick shout out to Dynasty Warriors 9 being the first open world Dynasty Warriors game. The gameplay and everything I've seen for this game, it looks nothing at all like any other Dynasty Warriors game. It almost looks like a hack and slash open world RPG. So I think anybody who hasn't given it a shot might want to keep their eyes peeled on this one and maybe give it a shot later. Are you, are you, is that directed at me? It's directed towards anyone, but mm. mostly you. Okay, perfect. Just want to make sure. <laughs> Let's make sure we're all on the same page. Uh, is there anything else? Is that it? You want to talk about Dynasty Warriors 9? Like that series needs a ninth game? <laughs> I mean, Bayonetta 1 and 2 comes out here on the oh, Switch on Friday. Bayonetta 1 and 2. If only. If only. Uh, it's time for story time with Crowley. Uh, tonight, Ooh. my wife and I went to Best Buy to uh, purchase a, a 4K TV for the, the main room. It's our first 4K TV. Now, uh, full disclosure, I, I won't be putting the PS4 Pro on it. That's still on the 65-inch plasma downstairs here in the man cave where I podcast where you all hear my sultry voice every week. Uh, so we're at the Best Buy. This is, this is basically for all you millennials out there that don't like confrontation because confrontation is scary. Uh the, the guy, uh, like, I had done research on this TV all day. Like, there were two different TVs that I was looking at, and it doesn't matter. I went up to the guy who was holding the counter up that didn't want to come help us. And uh, full disclosure, I used to be at work at Best Buy as a sales manager. Uh, and so uh, I asked the guy if he could give me some, some help, and he came over and was less than helpful on several different times. He just walked away. I had to go get him again to bring him back to, to ask him more questions that he obviously didn't know the answer to. So I saw the manager standing there talking to another employee. So I went up and I said, hey, can, can, can I get some help? He goes, oh, yeah, sure. What do you need? So I told him what we were looking for. And I said, hey, just I used to be in your shoes. Like, this is what this guy did. Like, I just maybe he needs some training or some, you know, some direction because he's just not getting it. Uh, long story short, the guy came back and he gave us a $50 gift card for, for ratting his employee out. So, wow. right? Don't be afraid uh, to, to tell people. If they're doing a bad job, because no, it, I, I would agree. I would agree. Like they're not going to be able to change if they're not like, look, if you tell me I'm doing a bad podcast, I will say thank you for your input and you don't have to listen. Yeah, um, you can even call in and leave us a message. Yeah. Let us know that way. Yeah, that's right. We have email. We have, we have a phone number. We, we have the Twitters. Uh, we have a Twitch. I have a Twitch. He has a, everybody's got a Twitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there you go. You can find us all. All that stuff will be in the show notes. I want to again, Callan. Thank you so much uh, for for being here this week and and laying some knowledge down about streaming and the Twitch. It was very knowledgeable. One of the better uh, guests we've ever had. That's not to disparage any of the other guests that we've had <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're all equal. You. I love you all. All all of the guests that we've ever had. I love you all. Uh, but I, I. This was a very interesting episode. I I I, I honestly feel like I learned some things. So, oh, excellent. I'm, I'm glad I could lay down some knowledge bombs. So thank you, Captain, and I'm now following you on the Twitch. Ah, oh, thank you, man. But you know, you got to do that live. 
live so we can do the whole thing, you know, man. Fair enough. I, I mean, will unfollow you I and will unfollow you unfollow and just just do have I some do. damn patience. Right? Come on, Derek. Get with the program. <laughs> All right. That's that's Callan. Uh, Captain Nail Skill, you can find him on Twitch and the and the and the Twitter. I'll put that in the show notes as well. That's Garrick. Uh, I'm Crowley, and guess what, ladies and gentlemen, I own a Switch. <laughs>